Rise Above the Din, Unbox the News with me, Raghav Behel. Prime Minister Modi's uh, government has just delivered India's first post-truth budget. Exactly 18 hours before the budget was uh, presented in Parliament, India dramatically upped its previous two years' uh, GDP numbers. Just look at 2016-17, uh, when demonetization had clearly ravaged the economy. But apparently, uh, people used their cancelled 500 and 1,000 rupee notes to go on such a four-hour spending splurge. Remember, citizens only had four hours before their old currency notes became less valuable than uh, toilet paper. But apparently, in those four hours, uh, they spent so much that the growth in private final consumption expenditure for that year was recalibrated from 7.3% to 8.2%. Now, what was the net impact of that? GDP caught fire, leaping 110 basis points. Yes, really, no kidding. A full, furious, fanciful 110 basis points uh, to be recalibrated from 7.1 uh, to 8.2%. That's the highest in Modi's five years in that fateful year of demonetization. Uh, but you know, but the, but the fudging, uh, sorry, uh, the restating uh, did not stop there. The very next year, agricultural growth was yanked up from 3.4% to 5%. Now, that's an eye-popping 50%. I wonder why India's uh, uh, field statisticians missed the telltale signs of such joyful rural prosperity when they were in the countryside. Now, the net impact of that, GDP for 2017-18 was increased, well, at least on paper, by a huge 50 basis points. Now, apparently, India's farmers were shining. So magically, just hours before the budget was read out, India had added over 3.5 lakh crore uh, to its nominal GDP this year. Why is that important? Since this is the denominator for all key metrics, including the critical fiscal deficit percentage, a bloated figure in the denominator would allow you to tell the world, hey, uh, since my GDP is actually larger than what I had estimated earlier, I can now overshoot the deficit. But seriously, uh, the Modi government has shown a worrying streak to fool around with India's GDP estimates. Last year, a scientific exercise was launched to recalibrate the back series to 2012 as the base year. Unfortunately, it showed that UPA had breached the double-digit ceiling to record 10.08% in 2006-07 and 10.3% in 2010-11. Well, predictably, the Modi government saw it because it sees double-digit growth as its own domain. That whole exercise was sacked and cheerleaders were brought in to create an entirely new methodology. And voila, the UPA years got massacred and Modi's years leapt uh, to the stratosphere. That was the beginning of the post-truth narrative in India's economic reporting. Now, besides uh, suspect uh, GDP data, India's budget is an archaic statement based on a cash cash accounting policy. This allows our bureaucrats to barely uh, fool around with the numbers, even fudge them, uh, pushing some off the balance sheet while simply ignoring others, or which can be easily hidden. I'll give you uh, these examples. Until this year, the government had moved nearly 2 lakh crore 
of its food subsidy liability on Food Corporation of India, FCI's balance sheet, which was borrowing from the National Small Savings Fund, NSSF, or uh, the Employee Provident Fund, or commercial banks. This year, that mysterious number has moved up by, hold your breath, 1.96 lakh crore. And hold your breath even more because for next year, it's budgeted at 1.78 lakh crore. In simple words, this is about 2 to 3 percentage points of a fiscal deficit that's been shoved off the government's books uh, onto FCI. NSSF uh, is actually a milk cow for uh, other public sector companies too. Uh, it may have given over 1 lakh crore uh, to the likes of Air India, NHAI uh, and of course what are described as others. These are ultimately central government liabilities which are once again hidden off the balance sheet. Then there is that uh, curious swap of equities between public sector companies in which cash is transferred uh, to the central government. Example, 37,000 crores from ONGC's purchase of HPCL, uh, 14,000 crores in the PFCREC transaction, over 50,000 crores invested by LIC in buying shares of government companies, etc. etc. A lot of these transactions uh, take place. Since most of them are financed by debt, they have the same impact as an increase uh, in the fiscal deficit. That is, increasing the interest rate and crowding out uh, private investment. So it's now, it's, it's, just, it's just imperative now for the government to move towards accrual and consolidated accounting. Uh, if these reforms don't happen and we uh, continue to manufacture economic numbers, we shall be condemned to post-truth budgets. Of course, the innately wise Indian voter could also intervene uh, in May 2019. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Raghav's Take.